It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. A spiritual home for so many in our nation's capital. The Washington, D.C. Temple of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Join Boyd Matheson as he hosts lawmakers, Washington VIPs, and members of the church. This week, special broadcasts of Inside Sources, live from the open house of the D.C. Temple. Leaders from all over the world are traveling to the nation's capital to see the temple of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, including uh, ambassadors uh, from many nations. And uh, during the course of the day today, I had the opportunity to speak with two of those ambassadors, the ambassador to Cabo Verde. Uh, We often refer to that as Cape Verde. Uh, And then, of course, the ambassador from Argentina. Uh, And it's so interesting to to get the perspective of these world leaders as they interact, uh, both here in in our nation's capital in the United States, but in their home countries as well. And the impact that uh, much of the humanitarian work and uh, good work of citizens uh, who are members of the Church of Jesus Christ uh, have in their local communities. And that is clearly a, uh, a feeling that is, uh, is present and evident, uh, whether it's the governor of Maryland uh, or an ambassador from Argentina, uh, there is a feeling about the citizenship that takes place uh, from those uh, who attend the temples of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And so I want to go to a couple of my conversations and start with uh, Ambassador Jorge Aguero, uh, who is the ambassador from Argentina to the United States. We talked about his curiosity uh, to come and see the Washington, D.C. temple. I have to recognize I had a special curiosity to see what was here because since I arrived in Washington, I every time I go out, when I get back to Washington, I see this amazing building, but I have never had the chance to get into it. In Argentina, close to the international airport, we do have a similar temple like this, mm-hmm. and of course I have the same curiosity, but now I, I have an, a, a clear idea. I can imagine how is that temple too. The ambassador uh, talked about some of his experiences growing up in Argentina and his first connections with the Church of Jesus Christ. No doubt uh, the work you do helps a lot. Uh, I I tell you something. I grew up in uh, the southern part of my country, in Patagonia. And I remember, since I have memory, seeing these young men walking with their white shirts and um, a tie walking in the middle of nothing, you know, <laughs> taking there the, the word of the Lord. So I have a very special link, not only with this church, but with churches, because I, I think that what the churches do uh, is crucial for humanity. The ambassador to Argentina also uh, chatted with me and talked about uh, how he's come to see the importance of having dialogue between different faiths and what that's meant in his community. We call him Padre Jorge, but he's Pope Francis. And he's one of the persons who more clearly showed me 
the advantage of the communication between the different faiths. Because at the end of the day, there's only one God, only one faith, and only one brother and sisterhood. So I think that all churches should work in that direction. And I am a strong believer of that. Uh, so the um, ambassador also talked to me about the importance of freedom of religion and of building bridges of understanding, which we often talk about between faiths and communities. All over the world is crucial. You cannot impose to a person to believe or not to believe in, 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 in anything. So I think that this is very linked with the possibility of, the, of a dialogue. Because you have to know the other to understand the other. And if you understand the other, then you can love the other. And so you realize that we are all the very same thing. I loved how he strung that together in terms of being able to uh, to, un- to know and to understand and then to love. Uh, and that you have to do all of those things. And that's why dialogue is so important, not just between uh, faiths, but between members of communities. Uh, and in so many different places where if we don't take the time to actually invest, to come to understand someone, uh, there's no way that we can actually come together and actually do something that, that matters. Uh, finally, as I concluded my conversation with the ambassador from Argentina, uh, I asked him what he took away through his walk through the temple. Peace is one of them. I found peace inside of it. Silence is so difficult to find silence in the current world. And uh, I can imagine people getting together, uh, joining, being together, being closer. I can imagine the families. And uh, the most important thing I learned today, I haven't seen it in any other church, is the, this belief uh, of you can find your ancestors and you can do something for your ancestors and that's something very original i never heard about that and i'm i'm amazed with the idea Again, that's my conversation with the ambassador from Argentina. also had the opportunity uh, just outside to talk to the ambassador from Cabo Verde, uh, again, often referred to as Cape Verde. Uh, and uh, this ambassador, uh, Jose Levermento, uh, we talked about what, where his country is, uh, its history, its people, uh, and that connection. West Africa, normally, if you see at the north to south, south you see uh, Canadian islands, and uh, in the south you have the Cabo Verde Islands, that is near Senegal, is uh, 500 kilometers from Senegal. We are a Portuguese language country. We get uh, our independence in 5 July uh, 1970. And you are the new new one country, but uh, we love Christ, we love Jesus Christ, and uh, almost our people is concerned is uh, to follow uh, Christian way. So you think about that, uh, only independence since 1975. That's interesting to kind of wrap your head around in terms of uh, the birth of a new nation uh, and, and what they are doing there. I asked uh, the ambassador uh, about his experience touring the Washington, D.C. temple. Very good experience. I love it. I can tell you that uh, in my country, Cabo Verde, in the capital, Praia, soonest we'll have uh, a temple that is constructed there. I will be not there as I am here in Washington. And so uh, 
this is a good experience as I can see what is will go in uh, the temple in my country. I can tell you that uh, I have uh, contacts with uh, the church as I have two daughters that is uh, from the church. One uh, of them uh, even goes to a mission in uh, Brazil, in Rio de Janeiro. And so I know uh, your church. Jesus Christ is uh, our uh, all over from us. And uh, this is a very happy experience. I will uh, kept it in my mind. And today I feel good. I feel uh, soft as uh, I visit the temple of God. I like that uh, terminology. I feel soft. Uh, that's different from the, the hard and the angry and the harsh that we often feel in the world today, and especially in so much of our political conversations. Uh, so I thought that it was interesting that the uh, ambassador uh, focused on that. Uh, and then we continued our discussion. We talked about uh, how in his country, in Cabo Verde, that they also value individual freedoms. Very important. Uh, in Cabo Verde, we have uh, the values. For us, uh, liberty of press, liberty of people, democracy, good governance, defense of the human rights is very important for us. And this is our values that you defend and uh, you try to put in the land uh, every day. And then finally, the ambassador from uh, Cabo Verde talked about just how grateful he was for the opportunity uh, to be here in Washington, D.C. and to see what he called a temple of God. You know, I know uh, chapels from the church. Uh, I had been in many chapels. Uh, in Cabo Verde, uh, uh, the church has many chapels, even in some islands, even in Praia, the capital. We have chapels there. But I never been in a temple. Okay? And when uh, your church invited me to come here, I, uh, I appreciate it and appreciate the invitation. And I thank you very much to give me the opportunity to see and to feel the spirit of a temple. Wonderful insight uh, from both of those ambassadors, the ambassador from Argentina and the ambassador from uh, Cabo Verde. Uh, just interesting perspective in terms of what those first freedoms, uh, that freedom of speech, the freedom to assemble, and the freedom of religion, uh, that those are so interconnected and interwoven, and that's uh, very much uh, on display with all of those who are coming through the temple, especially those from government offices, ambassadors, legislators, and so on, uh, that they understand that all of those are interconnected uh, and critical to the future of our communities and our country. All right, we'll step aside for a quick commercial break. Much more to come on this special Inside Sources broadcasting from Washington, D.C. at the Temple of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Stay with us. Much more to come right here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. 
In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.